And as one new racing season starts next week, this one closes. It's been a hell of a year. It's been a lot of fun. There's been some incredible performances on the track and off the track, a hell of a lot of progression. So throughout the day, Michael, myself, Clado, and Sticko are going to answer these questions. We're going to submit them now. Mick's going to do his. Standout performance. Standout performer. A feel-good story. A personal favourite moment. And one for the future. So Mick, you take it away, starting with your standout performance from the 2022-2023 racing season. Most people will find this very boring, but I found it very interesting. Um, the enormous teams led by Mike Todd around the TAB, around Entain, around lawyers you'll never hear of and accountants you'll never hear of and people who do jobs with white shirts and dark rooms and it's all very boring. Those people <laughs> put together the framework for the TAB Entain deal and it's not Jesus coming to town, it's just business, but it's business which is going to be good business. And those people led by Mike Todd did something that no one else before them were able to do. It was signed off by the minister, whether you like Labour or not, it's still a true story, he was part of the process. And that was the performance of the year. It is a massive, massive tome of work. And as I said, lots of times there were people crisscrossing the Tasman, people you'll never hear of, like Cam Roger, the new boss of the TAB, who's now coming out from, from under his bushel. And to those people, and there literally might be 100 people involved in that, that was the performance of the year because take that performance away and we have a vastly poorer racing industry heading forward, and we have all the other performances that come next would mean less. Okay, so standout performer? Mark Walker. Has to be. Yeah, 202 training wins, a group one in Australia with a sprinter. He started the season a bit all over the place because I think he was still getting used to how to program the horses and getting used to his staff and getting used to being back in New Zealand. To start... With that newbie almost sensation back at Tiakia, to smash a record that'll never be broken. He's he's forty two wins clear of any other New Zealand trainer in history, uh, <laughs> and he's trained a Group One sprint winner in Australia. So clearly, the individual performer is Mark Walker. What about a feel good story for you, Penny Wicker? Penny Wicker in both the New Zealand Oaks, but even more so the ATC Oaks. Um, Jim Wallace isn't someone I know very well, but I, I liked him and respected him the minute I met him. His family went through a very tough time with uh, two bereavements in the family around that time, but also it's a very, without being horrible about it, because he's a big, tall man, <laughs> it's a small man taking on the world situation because it's bloody hard to win group ones in Sydney from a tiny barn. And, and doing it. And and that's those stories are going to become less likely and less regular as we get into the brave new world of racing. So for me, um, the Jim Wallace Penny Wicker story, and of course the syndicate of owners, I think it's the Flying Wickers, that was, um, that was the feel-good story of the season for me. What about a favourite moment? So there's a feel-good story, but then it's your favourite moment. Like, mm. this could be anything. It could be punting related. It could be a, a win. It could be anything. I had some big punts this year. I, I pulled off a couple of biggies. I think I had a 40 win and a 50 win. Um, I was lucky enough to go to good race meetings all over the world, including Ascot, of course, which is my favourite race meeting. My favourite moment was being on stage at the National Awards last 
September and talking to a guy count as a personal friend in Michael McNabb about his journey to become our premiership winning jockey and talking honestly about it. And the two of us standing there and, and giving Michael that chance to verbalise and thank all the people around him. And then 10 minutes later, having the chance to talk in depth to Kevin Myers about his contribution to racing. Mm. Like, to be part of big race meetings is great, but they belong to the participants. They never belong to the media. But to be on stage with those people and to have the opportunity to help them tell their stories... Um, so those memories could be recorded for them was a very special personal moment. Even though it's a bit self-gratifying, for me personally, it was something which meant a lot. Well, that's kind of half the, the half the survey is about there on that one. And one for the future, uh, looking forward, something you saw this season, that next season you know, whatever, it gets you excited or it's a horse or whatever. Five words for the thing that excites me the most about the new season. Fantail wins the Caracamillion. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Ellerslie, 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 Ellerslie and Ellerslie. That's what excites me about the new season because you don't often reopen the biggest track in any country and you don't reopen it potentially for the richest ever race meeting in the country and you don't have potentially a $300 million war chest to actually do constructive stuff. Now, there's a lot of wonderful, hardworking people in racing in this country in many, many different areas, including the stable staff who are probably the hardest working. But the Ellerslie rebirth is the thing in New Zealand racing of all three codes that I'm the most excited about in 2023, 2024. Mick, you've nailed your brief. Clado, Sticko, myself, we've had a warning shot fired. That is fantastic. Mike Todd in the Intain deal, the TAB crew, Mark Walker, Penny Wick, and Michael McNabb, Ellerslie. Sums it up for me.